Hi and welcome to Defining Boundaries, a podcast about the interesting characters from our surveying and spatial industry and their unique perspectives on life and our industry. I'm Peter Cox and I use my 25 years of contacts as a surveyor and teacher to dig deep into the lives of others. Each fortnight, I delve into the life and times of people from all over the world who share the same profession and passion. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel, like, comment and feel free to share with your friends. Do you have a question about the surveying or spatial industry or would you like to join me for a chat? If so, send me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram so we can catch up. Welcome back to Defining Boundaries. I hope you enjoyed part one of my chat with Dave Iping. Are you ready for part two? If so, grab your drink, sit back and relax while we continue to chat. That you've just bought a new little toy. Yeah, I did buy a new little toy. Yeah, yeah. So... That you've no, been testing a few different toys as well. I, I have, yeah. I've been testing a lot of stuff out because, yeah, I, I had um, Pete Bergen from Trimble pretty mm. much tell me, like, gave me just the like an S7 and a, and a just an R12 to test out just to see if what because I've never I, I'd used Trimble years ago, but I hadn't really seen it since for a long time. And he was just trying to convince me. There he goes. Look, it's look. We're gonna. We got time to give you a, a demo for some um some gear. So like, if you want, if you want to have a go at it, like have a go. Like, there's no, you don't have to. You don't, it, it, no pressure. Like, you just let us know what you think and have a go at it. And like, I, I just there's a couple of things in the jigger that, that I didn't like, but look, the software is really good, and I really like. I really love the GPS. The GPS is just oh, hands down, like on another level. Like, it's yeah. just yeah. So that's where like. I pretty much flat out told him, I said, if you can get a, if you can get a class three laser, like a bright laser, like the Leica and change your reflectless where it's not a big growing beam and it's just a pencil beam like the Leicas do and get rid of that. I'm not having the tangent screws on the, making oh, yeah. sure you have your tangent screws on each side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I said, you'd, you'd win the market. Like you, Trimble would, would hands down would be taken over Leica. But I said, until you can do that, I said, oh, you'll never see me use a Trimble jigger because I just, I love being able to have the normal feel of, the conventional jigger like that's what you've grown up using yeah. so like you that muscle memory is there and the yeah. and that red laser because i'm by myself all the time i just that's just a, a game for me i use that red laser for everything I, mm-hmm. I, I don't really look through the instrument for a lot of shots when i'm doing detail surveys because it's just concrete or floor levels and bits and pieces that you, you're not precise they're not precise positions they're precise levels and as long as you know where you're hitting in that level you just got that laser on it just improves your workflow so yeah. I really think the technology got a lot better, especially with the maps, like loading up your maps. And I'll never forget setting out, turning bearings and 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 telling everybody I left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. Your mark. 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 Everybody got those little hand signals, you know, the the the, the little left or yeah. the big arm left. Yeah, be all like all like this, like yes. whoa, like you you are so far. And we had this we had this old Italian surveyor, Michelino, when I first started with Love Girl Oxley. He was like 65 when I started, and he was this old, real, real tiny, short, grumpy Italian, but he loved me because I'm half Italian. So he's always asking me about my nonna, my auntie, because my auntie. My auntie met him and got the business card oh. when I first got. Yeah, so she yeah, he always right. used to ask about my auntie. Yeah, <laughs> and um, he used to do like the little dance, like this was a meter, like 
one, two, oh, yeah. three meters, and then the point, point one, point two, point three, and then 10 mil, like one, two, three, four, five mil, whatever. And then, but he used to do like, I'll see if I can got my pajama pants on, but he'd be like, he'd be like, he'd be like, like he always used to do like a dance and we used to, we used to always, oh man, we used to always do the dance. Oh man, that, yeah, that's, that's gone to them days. I don't, you, and that's the thing. You could do a TikTok with that. You could do a TikTok, 100%, yeah. Dun, 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 Up for the meters. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. I'll have uh, to on YouTube, won't I? <laughs> oh, 100%, definitely, yeah. So the um yeah but the technology is phenomenal that but yeah. that new r12 the, the r12i the tilt it's claw oh, it's quicker than a jigger now so i don't care wow. what anybody says it's yeah. it's that quick because i was detailing with it the other day and i'm walking up the footpath yeah. and i've got all the code set up so like you can set up like style like you can set up yeah. like grids like the like around the trimble does it like you can set up a grid and if you set it up correctly with like top of curb concrete concrete fence like whatever I'm pretty much walking down the footpath and going top of curb, concrete, concrete fence. And I'm not, I'm not actually moving my legs. I'm just tilting it to different locations. Oh, wow. And so then instead of you walking to that spot to get a shot, level the bubble up, take a shot, you just, you just physically are just moving that pole. And it's so quick. Like I, I done this detail and I was like, I had the young bloke Justin with me and I, I was just like, he's like, what are you, what, what are you saying? What, what's going on? I said, I just can't believe we're done. We're only there for an hour and a half. I'm like, we would have been here three, four hours with a jigger. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, we had done it. We had saved so much time with, with, with this, um, with that tech, with that technology. And it's still within 10 mil, 15 mil, like with GPS results. And you think about it when you're doing like a detail, so for a flood study, yeah. it's just, it's just, they just want to know levels. Like yeah. if the building positions out by 10 mil or 15 mil, that who gives it, that nobody cares about that. They want to know the levels mm. over the side. Like that's the most key, key point. And if you can think, if you think that just because your jigger measures one mil, and do you think that everybody holds that pole like nice and straight and doesn't press it into the ground and that's the whole that's the whole point like yeah that's what we laugh like your jigger can measure to one mil but do you use it to that accuracy when you're doing a detail survey every every job has its um has the the accuracy every accuracy for every job is different depending on what you're doing yeah exactly right and that's yeah that's always been my philosophy is like knowing when to be accurate when not to be when not to be dodgy but when you know you can get away with stuff and just like you don't have to put as much effort into that into that measurement and yeah. i think and and getting too much and like i never forget like seeing some of the guys used to work with and just picking up way too much information for what you needed you're going to be putting on a one to one thousand scale plan or one to five hundred scale and you try to explain to the boys like them four corners you got on that pit you're not even going to see that on that plan so like why have you gone to that effort like when we're delivering a really high blown up scale plan like they don't need to know like every little detail like they just they're, they're gonna they're not gonna see half that information so like you, you don't need to to do that so, mm. yeah but um yeah no that's good yeah the technology is yeah crazy and i bought an old jigger just to so i can show um so i can show justin how we used to do it so oh, when i've got you? a quiet yeah, when we got when we got a quiet day, I bought an old T one thousand. Oh, cool! I got a T one with, with, with a disto mat. I've got a disto mat and everything. Oh wow! And yeah, so um, I'm gonna I'm, it's I've got to take it to a site and check it against some stuff to see if it's actually measuring. Like I'm not gonna kind of use it on a job and not take anything else with me. But yeah, I'll, yeah. Um, I'll show him how we used to calc it um, mm-hmm. manually and and show him how long it used to take us. Yeah, yeah. When I got so, the time. So Justin is. 
your offsider who comes and helps you occasionally? What's he yeah, doing? Yeah, one day. One day a week, he just started at USQ uh, yep. doing the correspondence. Mm-hmm. And um, green is all hell. Um, come from finance background, done, uh, and then didn't like finance. Got in contact with me over a year ago on, on Instagram and wanted to come up for free. He's from the gong. Yep. And he just wanted to get a feel for the job and see if he actually liked it. And then so he come up. I kind of took him on a couple of days here and there, like maybe once a month for like, six months i think i invited him up once a month just until i knew i had a good day where it wasn't too busy where i didn't have time to give him that time to explain and where i wasn't going to be getting angry that we had to keep running to other jobs and i could spend a bit of time just explaining to him yeah. like what we do and then he was pretty much convinced then so like he's still only coming up one day a week because he's studying he's still got a like a job at job down there and mm-hmm. but um yeah like it's he's slowly getting there and i just can't i just forgotten I try to look back when I first started and yeah, it takes years to, it takes years to learn our profession. I, I don't think if anybody yeah. thinks that they can just going to learn it in a couple of years, you're going to, I don't know. You just, I reckon it's like 10 years until you know exactly what you're doing minimum. I feel that's my personal opinion. Oh, so but, I left and went to TAFE after hmm. 10 and a half years or no, maybe 12 years. So I just, was just on my way huh and I walked away <laughs> yeah exactly like it's it's just so vast isn't it there's it is. so many yeah. yeah it's just so vast it's not it's not mm. yeah so that's, that's that's the whole reason that's why I explained to him he's like I want to know everything like you and I said mate it's going to take you forever like mm. I'm telling you right now like like I spent five years just doing cadastral set outing house set out house final yeah. ident detail survey boundary fix for a dp that's all we done for five years we've never never done anything different i remember going to a construction site once going what the hell are we doing here like it, uh, we, we didn't really do we didn't really do much of that work we didn't do much constructions yeah. we've done a lot of cadastral which is yeah. good you learn it all and then you pick up other skills elsewhere so mm. yeah so justin's doing uni do you think mm. that a degree is actually necessary uh, in the industry to achieve success? No way. I, I, don't, I think it's a waste of time, in my, my opinion. <laughs> um, I don't really care if it pisses everybody off or pisses whoever off. Like, I've got mates that have gone to uni and they and I've got mates that have gone to uni that know that you don't need to go to uni. Like, that's the thing. And they, they, they understand. They, they're, they're on the same level as I am. Like, they, they understand. They've got that common sense. I really think, like, I know, I know a few surveyors that haven't even gone to TAFE, and they're phenomenal surveyors. They're yeah. really, really good. It's not what you learn; it's it's who ta- it's who's, who teaches you. Yeah. And I think I think it's more like, yeah, I don't. I I I get really angry that for me to become a registered surveyor that I have to go to uni. I think it's a load of, I'm going to be brutally honest, bullshit. Like, I think it's really bad. Like, I don't. And again, like, if that makes people angry, I don't care. Like, whatever. At the end of the day. I've got a registered survey that works for my company. Like that's fine. Like he's overseeing all my stuff that I do. So like, yeah. it's great. And he, he's really cool because every time we talk and chat, he keeps losing his mind. Cause he goes, I don't know how you think this, we think so alike. Like I'll be telling him how I'm doing something. He's like, that's how I would have done it. And it gives yeah. him more confidence. So yeah. like, he knows that like you're on the same page as him and he's, yeah. he's very knowledgeable. So, um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, why can't why can't someone with someone with over 16 years experience go and just sit the board exams now like I, I was talking to one of the boys the other day telling me that like you can be studying at uni and then 
you've just started, you've just finished school, you're like one or two years into uni, and then you can start doing the board exams at the same time because you're, yeah. you're being mentored by another surveyor. Please, like I'm not trying to be rude, but you're telling me after two years of just working at a company while you're studying three days a week full time that you're ready to become a registered yeah. surveyor? Like, come on. Like, yeah. I think that's, yeah, I look, like, I just think that's stupid. Like, I just mm. think that you're not going to learn how, you're not going to learn our trade in, in two, like in, in three or four years. Like, no way, no bloody yeah. way. Yeah. So, I, but look, that's what it is. And it's run by a lot of older people that, and this is the thing, they talk about the average age of registered surveyors is 65. It's probably 70 now. It is probably 70 now because that was five, eight years ago. I used to say the average age of registered surveyor was 65. Yeah. They want the profession to grow. They want the profession to get better. Like they got to wake up to themselves. Like, like it's, I just, I don't know. I just feel like if they could like, yeah, I just, I, in, in my eyes, I don't ever want to do a subdivision. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I just want to go do my detail surveys. I want to go set out houses. I don't want to re-establish. I don't want to redesign boundaries or consolidate yeah. land. I don't want to do that. But yeah. I just want to legitimately go and set. I know how to set out a house. I know how to fix a boundary. I know how to calc. I know how to find my shortage, how to find my excess. I know how to check. I know how to do all that. So, like, why can't I just go and set out a house and just have that on my name saying that I've done the house set out, done by this, blah, 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 and be done with it? Like, I've got other companies that I know that are really proficient at subdivisions. And that's why I work with Addy from Complete Precision. He's been doing major subdivisions for many many yeah. years now he's yeah. he's just like he just knows every little bit about the council and about this and about that and he knows the section 73 and blah 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 blah. and i think in a business you're never going to run it successfully if you can offer everything i think that if you narrow it down and do what you can do best and, and fine tune that exactly mm -hmm. and that's why i want to be doing more 3d more details more just like service locating and just sticking with all that because like I can do it all, but yeah. and I can, I just feel like you are you are a lot faster when you do something that you do every day. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's my two cents. I could vent about it all day. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you regret your decision to become a surveyor? No, not at all. Not at all. No, I love it. I love what I do now. Like I, yeah. I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's. it's I kinda... think that shows in everything that you do. I mean, if if. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen Dave on Instagram and you've got an Instagram, you need to go and find him because uh, he's done some pretty awesome things and you learn a lot from him uh, watching his stories and things that he puts up on Instagram, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I try to I, I, I try to keep it dull, not dull, but slow it down a bit. I can go on like so much about like the methods and the madness and really get, and you get asked by people, but then I don't know if I'm choking up like, like a page of just like, so much information like that's the problem it's just crazy isn't it mm. so but but look like, i'm not telling i'm the best survivor i'm no way but like at the end of the day like it's not that hard to bloody fix a boundary and it's not that hard to know like how to do things right and how to check stuff and how to do things like i know there is tough jobs out there but yeah. i'm not saying like and I, and I know that like even the residents that i work with if we get clients that come to us and they give us these plans that are like to the freaking limits and it's really, really old. And like, we pretty much would just say to them, you need a redefinition survey and we will do this job. And nine times out of 10, they'll just say to you, oh, we don't want to spend that much money. And they'll go find another survey that will go set these boundaries out. And it's a really old dodgy yeah. plan. That's yeah. like, it's never going to be 900 off the boundary or you're not going to be able to put a brick, a garage on the boundary. Like it's just, 
and ain't gonna happen. And that's what, and that's the thing. So mm. he's he's been really wise in the fact that like he's taught me a lot in the last couple of years. Where just like anything over, under nine fifty, he won't touch. He won't touch a nine fifty or below boundary. And if he can make it smaller to fit inside that nine fifty to give you leeway in the fix. Yeah. He'll take the job. If it doesn't have that, he'll pretty much would advise the client to shrink their granny flat or to try to amend their plans. And if they don't want to do that and do a redefinition, he won't take that job. He won't do it. And I just feel like I've just got that same mentality now as well. Like, like I know there's companies out there would do it, but at the end of the day, like one of my clients that I work with, we just do new subdivisions all the time. And the first, one of the first jobs he gave us was a 900 on either side of the boundary. So I put the whole house in, done a parallel figure of 20 mil. So I shrunk it by 40 mil overall. Yeah. And then I said, I set it all out and I gave him new dimensions. And I said, these are your new dimensions. Now we're not doing it 900 either side. We're doing it 920. And he goes, Dave, like you can't do that to us again. That's stuffed up all our plans, stuffed up the concrete, I stuffed everybody up. And I flat out said to him, I said, well, mate, you're going to have to find another surveyor. You either, you either change your designs now to 920 off the boundaries from now on and don't push everything to the limits and we will continue working together or you can go find another surveyor. And what did happen? The next plan that I got, 920 off the boundary, <laughs> 302, 320 off the back boundary. So it's meant to be three meters, yeah. three meters, 20. Everything's got 20 mil floating now. Like, and, it, and it, like you can achieve that easily in a new subdivision, no problems. But, and it's really good. Like he, he's, he's been great. So every plan now you get, you know, there's leeway. And sometimes if they've got room to design it more, they'll push it further away from the boundary they'll just stretch they'll make the they'll make the house longer now not try to maximize the width yeah so, yeah okay so yeah so yeah that's kind of think smart yeah. huh think smart exactly exactly what's the worst thing that's uh, happened to you while you've been today um well, i've done something pretty bad i'm trying to think now um <laughs> what have, oh that's right so i was doing this big construction site out of Penrith, I was running three separate stages, which were four buildings in one stage. So we're pouring one slab per week per stage. Yeah. And I was running between all three by myself. I was there six days a week. It was chaotic. It was too yeah. much for one person. Yeah. And I had to set out the, the, the ferrules for the, for the, um, the tilt-up panels. They were going to cast into the concrete before they poured the slab. Yeah. I got, and I got given a DWG and they gave me an older DWG that didn't have to actually have the ferrules. It had like a, it had a very similar looking shape that looked like a ferrule in the DWG, but it was sitting way too close to the, to the tilt up panel. So not give you enough angle. And I'm in a mad rush. Like I'm like, we've got to get this done today. Like they're pouring. So yeah. I'm like quickly load this DXF, get the DXF in, rotate it, drop it in didn't check it against the new, didn't realize that the plan that I got given printed was different to the DWG that I had. So then I didn't check that, didn't look at dimensions, didn't even look at a dimension that what it was meant to be off the precast and the precast was sitting on the edge of the building on most spots. So you could check it if you just got yeah. a tape out. Yeah, I was in that much of a rush. It was chaotic. I set out 40, 40 of these or 50 of these in, in the wrong location. I said, they were not even a feral. They were just like some little symbol inside the DWG that just come oh, through. No. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't pick up on it. I poured the slab, the tilt up, the whole tilt up panel company rocked up. So this is Borrell talking 20 guys rocked up the next morning. 
They started, the cranes are set up, ready to go, land these till tops, and they can't actually uh, stand them because they can't actually drill into the concrete because the reason why we're putting these ferrules in is so they could they could do that before. They could let the concrete cure for four days so they could dynabolt in. Yeah. So I stopped the job for four days. Like mm. it was, yeah, it was, that was big. It wasn't like nothing was like, it was, yeah, it was really big. And it was like, and after that, everybody was like, oh, you fucked up. Like that, you done two, two years of doing everything right for this company. And then for them to be like, they were pretty bad about it. Like we kind of yeah. stayed, we stayed on the job, but that, that, that first week I had to write like a, full report i was in the office for a day writing my whole thing what i'd done and how i'd done things and it was it was it was looking pretty grim like it was looking pretty bad for the company and then it kind of ended up i think that we end up kind of it didn't work out like i think it didn't end up being too bad at the end of the day like because the site had so many things going on like it didn't really matter that we had like they had to reschedule like i think they end up washing it it was annoying they were really angry at the time but luckily like nothing was out of level or in a wrong position it was more just yeah they could still stand the panels it's just it just put a four-day delay on that on that one slab yeah, yeah, yeah. a, a big, big mistake but um learned some lessons from it huh 100 so now i don't rush nothing if i feel like i i feel like i'm under the pump and i don't have time i'll just walk away from the job and just tell someone i'm going to come back tomorrow or we can't do i've been to jobs where I've, i thought i could fix it in a day and, and set it out that day and then I haven't been 100% confident of what I've picked up. And I've pretty much told them, like, can't do it today. And they get all angry. But end of the day, they're your best mate the next day when you're back on site and doing it. Or they, they, don't, they don't care. Like, do you, do you try to tell them, do you rather in the right place and we get it done right? Or do you want to take the risk? Like, I'm, I'm not confident. And when you're being honest with your customer, like, I think that's the biggest thing is honesty. And that's what I that's what i try to bring the most is i always answer the phone even if it's bad news if my clients are ringing me and they're busting me for something i'll answer it and i'll tell them flat out i can't be there or i can't do this or and they don't like hearing it but they don't get angry they it's i think that's that's the biggest thing i learned from that experience is not just always to say yes to everything is just uh sometimes you can't get everything done in the day it just yeah. can't happen you, there's always enough there's always tomorrow there's always yeah. tomorrow yep yeah, so, exactly. what's so, the yeah. uh, funniest thing that's happened to you while surveying um oh man i've got a lot of funny stories i'm just trying to think of something like oh i'm trying to think of something funny now um oh i used to always get the young guys like the young oh yeah young chinese that used to start uh they used to start in the company come in the car and used to always like um have them in the car with you i used to like pull up to girls walking on the side of the road i used to wind down the window and slow the car right down and i'd be able to go to them what are we going to say to her and then they'd be like, oh, 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 oh. And, and, and then you get them all shy and get them all angry. And we, used to, we, used to always, we used to always G up the young guys used to start. That used to be one of my go-to go to moves. I haven't done that to Justin yet, but yeah, hopefully he doesn't watch it because I'll just remember that. I can do that. Well, and, I'll, um, I'll, I'll let you know when it's going to come up so you can do it because you've got time to do before, it before. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> And it's um, like one of the one of the apprentice with the uh, left hand screwdriver and things. left hand screwdriver, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and um, one of the when I was back in the day, Love Grow Up, so we we done a big survey at Wonderland. Oh yeah. Uh, when, uh, knocking, when they were knocking it down, we were there for three months doing the detail. It was a cold, cold morning, and one of the boys, you know, you always have your pole height set to a certain height, and back then it was always one point six. That was what it always was. And then I never feel it was a real cold morning, and one of the boys was getting his pole set up and then yelling to the Cheney like, "What your pole height is?" And I was like. 1.6 and it was just like this real 
the, the voice is cracked. <laughs> and, it, and then that was it. That was it. Everybody in the company, that was our thing. We've done that for years. That was just like 1.6. So like, it's just always like you're always yelling out the pole height. Like, yeah. Oh, and that's, another, that's another thing you never, that's another thing that people, young survivors won't know now, yelling out the pole height. You know what I mean? You, you, you got it in front of you. You got to control the next DR. You, you yeah. know what the pole height is. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that was another funny, another funny thing. Yeah. I'm sure there's more, but I just. Oh, there were probably hates. Yeah. We need to just do one yeah. on what's the funniest things. <laughs> <laughs> Who's had the biggest impact on your career? Um, I, I just feel like all, I feel like um, just all the survivors that I yeah. work with um, at, uh, at Love Grove, all the boys, I still chat to all of them. And I got, I was only 17 when I started. So 17 mm. coming on to 18, I turned 18 in the gen. And all the boys were, yeah, exactly. And all the boys were like 25 to 28 at the time already when I started. So they were still young. They only just had a missus. Like they only, they were still yeah. wanted to party and, yeah. and have fun. And yeah, they were, they were, I, I learned a, a hell of a lot from them boys. Like from, and I look back on it and just like, they didn't have to take you under that wing. It was a very good culture at Love Grove. It was very family orientated. Like, we always, if it was rain days, all the boys would go for pizza together. We sit down, every survivor would sit down and have pizza together. And it was like, it was always time when the lunch was on and you're in the office. We all went to lunch together every time. It wasn't like, oh, it's lunchtime now. And like, I never forget it. Like that never happened ever again when I went to any other company. Like I was so used to mm. when it was lunchtime, you would go to lunch with everybody. And you would, whoever was in the office, we would go to lunch together and we would pick one spot and all eat. And that was the biggest thing that killed me is when, going to other companies like i love to socialize and that was the Doesn't. never happened nobody everybody eat at their desk or just keep working and like you're entitled to your break like like fair enough i like to eat on the run now and do things but it's my business it's my time i do whatever i like but if i was working for a company like you're gonna sit down and have you have your break or you're gonna get your break elsewhere if you're gonna work through you're gonna finish earlier so mm. yeah that was the thing where like especially at rygates at the beginning we used to go out to the pub every friday at, at the scary canary in the city and it was only one or two of us that used to go. Yeah. And then by the end of it, everybody was like, Everyone. let's get like that. It was everybody. We used to get everybody out, try to get the directors to come as well. And they used to do like a $10 steak and a, and a pint for 10 bucks. Oh, nice. I, have a bit, have a beer and a steak at lunch. And like yeah. one beer ain't going to affect your couch on a Friday afternoon. And every, nobody's really, nobody's really <laughs> doing too. Nobody's Friday, really, not, on a, not on a Friday, <laughs> are they? No, you've got it all done in the morning. So you're just doing, you're just doing timesheets or yeah. prepping or, yeah. So. <laughs> just ordering plans. That doesn't matter. It, it, that, nah, you can, you can be half cup doing that. You can pretty much be cut doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Oh. what's the okay what is the best work advice you've ever heard um best work advice um pretty much i don't know i think it's just every survivor just always check like oh, i never i think i was yeah just always been told to triple check and just to always pull the tape across the road or like just yeah like i don't think it was always if you're never always in doubt and always and always ask questions like that was another thing i used to get i used to like at the beginning i was scared to say i always just i could do everything and i couldn't and then the survivors to get angry at me for, for, for trying to because i felt like so then it was kind of a thing where like you just put your hand up you don't know what they're doing or something was going on like yeah ask questions and there's no silly there's no stupid questions like yeah no 
Now you say there's no stupid questions, but you'll still have a giggle sometimes, won't you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you still laugh about it, and then you then you'll answer it. Exactly. But then you'll answer it. <laughs> um, who's your favorite Instagrammer? Slugsy. I love Slugsy. I love watching Slugsy. Yeah, he's awesome. And um, GS Facial uh, Opinionated Kenny over in uh, in the US. Oh, I'm really good at following that one. Oh, he's awesome. He does all these old old school boundary surveys um, okay. in Kentucky, and they they and like all the reference marks he finds because in yeah. America it could be anything. It just had to be metal for a metal detector to find uh-huh. it. So they never done concrete blocks. It was always metal, right. and he finds old axles from cars, old like rifle barrels, um, all this really because what they used to, what, how he tells it is the surveyors back then they wouldn't go and buy metal as yep. like survey marks they would just go to the scrapyard and go grab anything they could grab from the scrapyard uh to use as a survey mark so like it's all noted on their plans but he finds some really cool stuff like yeah it's yeah it's really yeah that's pretty cool i have to go and uh yeah check that one yeah i'll I'll send you i'll send you his link yeah he's he's he's, he's, he's really cool uh what quote or saying do you hear people spout but you think is complete bs um don't even know. No, uh, that's okay. Yeah. Some people just think think up things straight away with that. Straight one. away. No, nah, no, nah, I've got nothing. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. No, nah, I can't really think of a quote right now. No. Nah. Good. You'll think of it later. What? Yeah. Uh, what motivates you? Uh, money. Is that? Is that? Well, yeah. No, nah, it's. I'm not gonna. Not gonna lie. I'm, well, no, exactly. Like that's that's what gets me out of bed. Seriously, that dead yeah. set is yeah. That's. I do enjoy what I do, but yep. like it's, it's um that's I'm still like at the end of the day, if I won lotto, and I had enough money to not do surveying, and I could and I could start a mechanic workshop and do something more that I love like motorbikes and cars, I would go and do that. You know what I mean? Like yes. I would, I would step away. From, like yeah, I just like mm-hmm. that, that, does that make sense? You know, like you yeah. always you buy your lotto ticket and you start yep. dreaming about like oh what am I gonna do? Because yeah. <laughs> you so, can't just stop and do nothing. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> What's your guilty pleasure? Um, having a having a scotch, yeah, yeah. or um, or or a sneaky beer or so, or, or maybe drive through Macca's here or there. That's always nice. <laughs> <laughs> You'll do that even more when you get older. <laughs> I know. Ugh. Um, where is the most unusual place that you've been? Um, oh. Um, Albania. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So we done a tour through Croatia, South Croatia, and then we got onto another tour that went from Montenegro, Albania, and it went to Corfu, and we spent two nights in Albania. Mm-hmm. And that was for me that was really weird because it was like the place had been run by a dictator for so long, the country was like forty years behind, so it was really oh. old school and yeah. really di- really different. It was really yeah, cool, right. like it was really 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 good fun. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that was yeah, that, I, I never forget it. Yeah, because the tour guide wouldn't let us leave a site. He would take us out for dinner and drinks. Oh. He wouldn't let us, he would never let us go by ourselves. He stayed with us the whole time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds that sounds interesting. Um, mm. I don't travel much, so I'm not sure what mine would be. <laughs> they have they had bomb they had so the country 
had bomb shelters all over Albania made back in the day, these yeah. big concrete bomb shelters. Yeah. And you know what the dictator did when the bomb when the first bomb shelter got built? What? He got the engine, he got the engineer that designed them, he threw him into the bomb shelter and he bombed it. <laughs> to, to prove that oh, it would last. No. Yeah, that's it. 100 percent Yeah. That's what he did. Wow. That's the story. Yeah, that's crazy, wow. eh? <laughs> All right. Yeah, he survived. He's, he survived. So yeah, he survived. So he engineered. He engineered it. So just imagine that. Imagine, imagine, imagine designing something to that. Designed that it. No, you're just gonna go and test it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With you in it. <laughs> How do you relax? Um, watching TV now. Once the kids are asleep, put on TV and find ourselves watching a lot of stuff we've already watched. But it's just, um, it's better to watch something you've already watched because it's you can just turn your head, turn yeah. your head off. Yeah. yeah. Or just go you for it. Or go for it. Always yeah. you uh sitting there doing your work. It's hard on your own Exa- business. Huh? Exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah. that or just or just like uh if we go out, take the kids out or just anything that just turns your mind off work. It's very hard for me to switch off sometimes. Like I feel like I bring it home and bring it in the house and I'm stressing, but it's something that yeah, if you can turn that brain off, it's 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 good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, you were talking before about uh, doing your racing, and you completely mm. everything else. Yeah, that that yeah, that's the same as when I used to have my dirt bikes. You, yeah. you don't forget you forget about everything else, but trying to hold on to that motorbike. Same as the car. The car's quick. The car's fast. You don't have time to think about anything else but driving that car. So it's it's, it's that's that's a lot of fun, and mm. like you can switch. Good way to switch off. And yeah. like I said, even you do it for half a day, it's better than it's better than nothing. Better so, than nothing. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Would you rather have a get out of jail card or a key that opens any door? A uh, key that opens any door. Yeah. I think so too. Mm. If you see a puddle on the ground, do you walk around it, jump over it, or jump in it? Mm. Tells me a lot be... about people with this question. Yeah. Oh, does it really? Oh, yeah. All right. No, if there's a puddle on the ground, I'd probably just walk over it. Oh. <laughs> I'd jump in it. If it's... Yeah, yeah. My daughter would jump in it. She bloody loves puddles. Absolutely loves. I have to make them in the backyard for it. Be the sun hottest day. I want a puddle. All right, get some water out. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Uh, Teleport. Oh, where would you go? Yeah, just anywhere. Just like be able to fly. Like remember that movie Jumper, where they can just jump and move and like tell. Yeah, I'd be like that. Like that would just be me. Like I just be jumping into banks take money and like just go like just doing i don't know just doing anything doing anything. you can do anything you'll be untouchable nobody can get you that's it you have to be strong you just better just be able to teleport everywhere it'd be so good wouldn't it yeah, yeah. i've thought be. about i've thought about that one yeah, I've thought about <laughs> yeah, that we've, had, we've had a lot of lot of you have these discussions in the car when you're working with someone back in the day you always got that discussion <laughs> at a party where would someone find you Probably talking to someone else, or yeah, just always talking. I'm always uh, yeah, making a joke, or I don't know, always doing, talking to someone, floating around. Not in the corner. Yeah. That's for sure. No, you won't find me in the corner. No, no, no. I'm the one that's letting off. I'm the one that's letting off fireworks, or doing something stupid, or making yeah, being. I don't think before I do a lot of stuff. So that's yeah, probably what my wife's helped me ground myself a lot and made me think a lot more before I do things. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you're growing old too. So. Yeah, getting old exactly. Yeah, losing hair. So. Yeah. <laughs> so you talk about the force. Yes. Do you know much about Star Wars? 
I do. I do I've watched them all. Yeah. Yeah. What was your favourite movie? Um, I I think I'm trying to think now. What's the one? What's the is the Jedi's not Jedi Strike, but no, what's the what's the new ones? The new ones when what's the last one they did? The oh, last I don't one. Know what it's called? I got a Return, bit. The I, last, I, the, is it the last Jedi? Is that the is that yeah the last Jedi? Yeah, okay. when yeah the last one yeah because it's got the best fighting scene at the beginning. They're in their aircraft, doing this massive air battle for like fifteen minutes, and that's yeah. I remember never forget watching that at the movies, but. I also don't forget watching it when I was a kid and you know what your nan used to tape it and record it and then pause the ads and then record again and you'd be watching this movie like the old Star Wars. Uh, when the first movie came out, can you remember? It was like, yeah, it was like 74, wasn't it? Isn't oh, it no. 77. Nah? Okay, there we go. Yeah, 77. So. <laughs> I'll never forget dad talking. My, my dad tells me a lot about back in the day when the Star Wars first came out and they used to think even like with that and all that kind of the, the concept of it. And then growing up in the seventies and eighties, they, they thought that when the, remember when 2000 hit year 2000, like yeah. my dad said, like back in the seventies, they thought that had flying cars by year 2000, yeah. the way that the world was changed. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know. Very disappointing. Yeah. I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, lastly, would you make the same choices again if you had a do-over? Oh, no way. No, I'll do something different. If you can, can you remember it? Is that, is that a quick? Can you remember what you've done? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you if you got if you got if you got sent back to when you're ten or something yeah. and you could remember everything you've done, then would you do something different for the fact that you could just live a different life to enjoy that? That's yeah. yeah you would see, do that. Like, yeah. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, because I'm just always one. Not that's the only one that was on the other side, but it's always nice to just do something. I don't know. I just feel like it's always nice to do something different. But like, yeah, wouldn't just go back and just do the same thing I've done again. It, yeah, I'd not if hunt you down. remember. Yeah. Nah, but if you couldn't remember, then yeah. If I couldn't remember, then yes, I'd just do what I've done now. Everything's been pretty good so far. Yeah, so. pretty good. Uh, pretty good go so far. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I've got a, and I've got an amazing wife, so that always always helps. It does. Does help yeah. a lot. Where did where did you meet her? Um, at the pub. Um, I was blind drunk because I crashed my car that day. Oh, no. Yeah. So I guess when I moved, that's when I was living in Queensland. So I come back down to Sydney, and I took my car out, gave it a big wash, and I smashed into a tree. Been doing a bit, doing some silly stuff, oh. and uh, went went to the pub that night and drowned my sorrows. And I met her when I was very intoxicated. And she actually didn't give me a fake number, so then I ended up calling her. Like, around. Yeah, she must yeah. Have left so, a good yeah. impression then. Yeah, just, yeah. So her joke is always like, "I can't believe I gave you my real number." That's that's the joke <laughs> even to this day. <laughs> well, she must keep her then. Yeah, she's good value. She's she's great. She's like yeah, great mom, and yeah, like I said, she's always she's it's always good to come to her to advice, even though she's got nothing, know nothing about surveying. She's very well at like grounding me and. Yeah, making decisions and because I get very, I'm very, I'm not. You won't think that, but I'm. I get very angry very quickly. Like I can get, okay. I got a very short temper mm -hmm. when it comes to not like short temper in a bad way, but just like I can get very overreactive over things and try yeah. to make it prove yeah. a point. Like I, I like to prove a point. Yeah. So and then sometimes it's best off just yeah not trying to do that or just trying to be a bit more civil and and yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. She's definitely a keeper. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> All 
Alrighty, well, that pretty much sums up um, the questions I had for you. I'm yeah, sure beautiful. we could probably go talking for all night. Oh, yeah. For yeah, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, so I've just got a few quick shots to fire at you before we go, okay? Yep. So yes, no, hot, cold, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Coffee or tea? Uh, coffee. Cat or dog? Dog. Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Summer or winter? Uh, winter for work, summer for holidays. Roller coasters, do you love them or hate them? Love them. Mm -hmm. Three items you'd take to a desert island. Um, pizza. <laughs> um, sunglasses. And some... Maybe like some music, like a UE boom or something. Some, yeah, yeah. Favorite song um, or artist? Well, I'd probably just have to say, I mean, probably my, one of my favorite artists is like uh, Limp Biscuit. I love listening to Limp Biscuit and like Corn, all that kind of old school stuff. Yeah, yeah. Favorite movie? Ah, oh, that's a tough one. Probably Super Troopers. Oh God, I haven't heard that, that for a long time. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't like number two, but number one is just yeah, that's phenomenal. Favorite book? Um, I'm gonna be honest. I've probably read three books in my whole life. Yeah. Fair enough. So, yeah, I don't. I'm not a reader. <laughs> Introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. <laughs> Your glass half full or half empty? Always half full. One thing you'd never do again. Um, it's a tough one. Um, bum, bum. I don't know. No, I don't really. Have, I don't really have anything. No, I don't have any regrets. Yeah. Uh, if you had a warning label, what would it be? Warning. Um, talks too much. <laughs> Who knows you best? Um, my, my wife and my, and my mates, yeah, they know me well, yeah. What was your favourite subject at school? Uh, woodwork. Favourite childhood memory? Um, go on motorbike riding with dad. Favourite food? Pizza. Favourite drink? Uh, it's hard, it's either scotch or beer, probably more beer because there's a lot of variety, yeah. Your pet peeve? Um, oh, yeah, that's what, that is my pet peeve. I've got that all the time. Um, shit. Uh, what do I hate? Oh, there's, so, oh, there's something that's, I'm always saying is my pet peeve. I can't, I can't, oh, I don't like, I, oh, I'm trying to think like, I don't, I don't like when things don't get put back in the right place. Like, is that like, yeah, like things have got like a, like, yeah, like, or like, or no, 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 yeah, I'm, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm like semi OCD. My biggest pet peeve is not putting lids on properly. I hate. That's my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. Like tightening up a lid half, not on top. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's it. Well, you've answered this one, but I'll, I'll ask it anyway. Win the lottery or the perfect job? I win the lottery. lottery. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> biggest fear? biggest fear uh it's starting to become like 
heights now. Like I never used to have a fear of heights, but like if you try to say to anyone to take me skydiving now, there's no way I'd do that now. No mm. way. Yeah. See, that's the that's the responsible parent coming out in you. Exactly. Yeah. Who would play you in the movie of your life? Um probably what's his probably um the Goz, maybe? The Goz? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't really or oh, no, I'd like to play Will I like Will Ferrell actually. Yeah, Will Ferrell, that'd be good. Yeah. Well they're yeah. two completely different people. <laughs> yeah, probably Will Ferrell just for something real funny. Just try to make a real funny, like yeah, yeah. thing with me. Yeah, I can be, see yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Favorite sport? Um it's pretty much like cars, like not not really drag racing, but just like it's like motorsport. Yep. Yeah, I'm kind of kind of gotten over the footy now because bloody Parramatta hasn't won a grand final since 1986 so it's kind of a bit dismoral it's, it's very hard it's very hard <laughs> well, you're a morning or a night person uh, morning yeah yeah you're morning proud person proud, proud 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 of, proud of, um having kids yeah yeah when Marla was when Marla was Exactly. Yeah. When Marla was born, I was really proud. And again, it was the same deal again. It was the same exact feeling over again when we had when we had primrose. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh dream car. Ferrari F40. Mm. Favorite color? Green. Green. Mm. My room, my, my bedroom used to be painted green when I was younger. <laughs> Fluoro green. I'm tr- tell me. Yeah. Fluoro green. Oh wow. That's that's full on. Yeah, it is. It's a thinking. It's a thinking color. You know that green's a thinking color. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Your mind must have been doing overdrive. It was yeah with fluoro. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Apple or Android? Uh, I'm back on Apple now. So yeah, because if you break your Apple, you can take it back to that shop that day, and I'll give you another one. Nice. So if you go get an Android, if you go get an Android phone and it's broken and it's not, there's not a company that sells that phone like a proper dealer. You have to send that phone away, and it takes two weeks to get fixed or a month to get fixed. Running a business, you can't have. A, you need a phone. I've learned that lesson. That's why I'm back on the Apple train. <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how cool are you? Eleven. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> My wife, will, my wife will say two. Uh, <laughs> what your friends say? Oh, like zero. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll give me. They'll give me. They'll give me shit. We got so much banter. You wouldn't even think my mates are my mates. That's how bad it is. Yeah. What star sign are you? Aquarius. Aquarius. Yeah. Good swimmer. Yeah, good swimmer. You know? Are you? Used to be, yeah. I used to compete. I used to swim. I used to, I used to swim competitively. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, and then I hated it because it was so it was so boring looking at the bloody black line and list. I used to say to my teacher, if I could listen to music and swim, I would keep swimming. And now they got headphones yeah. that you can underwater. Oh, who was I've that when them. I was younger? I've got them. <laughs> I need to get back into swimming because I'll be cool. my ass. That's good for your asthma. So yes, it is. Not that I've got it, but yes, it is very much. All right, well, um, that's it from me, Dave. Thank you really? so much for joining me. Oh, today. beautiful. Uh, thank you very much, Kate. I know I really, really enjoyed it. No, that was yeah. really good. That was, Thank you. That was, and I know you love this. Chat, so. 
Yeah, like a good chat. So it's always always nice. Yeah. Before so, we leave, um, have you got any social media platforms you'd like to share, or any causes you want to promote before we say goodbye? Um, um, oh, not really. You can just kind of yeah. If you want to get in touch or say good day, I'm just yeah. Hit me up on Iping Survey Group. Uh, Iping. Insta. Yeah, Iping, Iping, whatever. I'm sometimes on LinkedIn, but don't think you're going to get in contact with me on LinkedIn. If you want to talk to me, send me a, slide me a DM on Instagram. I, I hardly jump on LinkedIn. I hate LinkedIn. I absolutely hate it. So yeah. I just it reminds me of Facebook and I hate Facebook. I deleted Facebook 10 years ago. So oh. and the reason why I'm on LinkedIn now was for the business. I'm doing it for the yes. business. Not yes. And it's completely different to Instagram, isn't it? It is. Instagram's fun. It's fun. Like I haven't got yeah. much work out of that at all, but it's fun. And that's what I, that's how, yeah. So if I don't get much work out of it soon, then I probably will back off a bit from doing it as crazy as what I do because it's just, it is very time consuming. Yeah. But yeah, like it's still not hard to jump on a couple of times a day better than every minute of the day. So yeah, it's yeah. still, so that's it really. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, no, no, thank you very much. Oh, well, that was great. I had a great time. I hope you enjoyed part two with Dave today. If so, please like, subscribe and leave a review on my channel. Stay tuned next week for my next guest, Kelly Dean from Spire. Defining Boundaries with Peter Cox.